Hi, it's Nick. Welcome back to another episode of The Breathing 411, connecting timeless wisdom with modern science to bring you four thoughts, one quote, and one answer to help you optimize your breath and life. So let's jump straight into thought number one. Use breathing to help you engage fully with life. Quote, mindful breathing is a useful practice in its own right. It allows us to take some time out of our busy daily routines and often creates a restful state that allows us to recharge our batteries and find some inner peace. However, I'd like you to think of it as a versatile training tool to help you engage fully in every meaningful task in your life. End quote. And that is Russ Harris from The Confidence Gap. And I just think this is the perfect way to approach not just mindful breathing, but any type of breath practice we use, right? We use it to find inner peace or to build resiliency in a controlled environment. But ultimately, we use that training to help us engage fully in every meaningful task in our life. You know, we take this out into the real world, do it in a controlled environment, but ultimately help us live a better life. That's the point of all this, right? Okay, I'll move on to thought number two. Beating our negative biases with slow breathing. Quote, we need to deal with real dangers, but much of the time we overestimate threats, which is an aspect of the negativity bias, and don't feel as safe as we actually are. This makes us feel bad, and it wears down physical and mental health over time. End quote. And that's Rick Hansen, PhD from Neurodharma. So, evolution wired us to notice the negative about nine times more than the positive. And obviously that's really good for survival, right? But it's not so great for our everyday health. Enter the power of slow breathing exercises. By activating the calming parasympathetic nervous system, they teach our bodies to feel safe. This then dampens the negativity bias, which allows us to then engage fully in things that matter. So this goes perfectly with thought number one, right? By getting rid of that negativity a little bit, quieting down that amygdala, we can actually feel safe and focus on the things that matter. And with that, I'll move on to thought number three. Try it and see what happens. Quote, so at the beginning, you might want to stay with the breath or use it as an anchor to bring you back when you are carried away. Try it for a few years and see what happens. End quote. And that is John Cabot Zinn from Wherever You Go, There You Are. And I have nothing useful to add to that except that this is probably the best advice I've read for all of this breathing stuff, right? Try it for a few years and see what happens. Count me in on that one and I hope you will join me too. It's just a few years. Why not? Okay, let's move on to thought number four. Breath walking in its simplest form. Quote, breath walk at its very simplest means putting breathing patterns and walking together into a carefully and beautifully timed single synchronized movement. It is walking harmonized with breathing. End quote. And that's Guru Charan Sin Khalsa, uh, PhD, and Yogi Bhajan, PhD, from their book, Breath Walk. And so, Breath walking is a terrific way to combine three ancient wellness techniques. It's walking, breathing, and meditation or focus or whatever we want to call it because it takes a lot of mental power to, to follow these patterns for a, or extended periods of time. So here's a good one you can use to get started. It's simple. Inhale for eight steps. 
exhale for eight steps. You could also do four or six, just you know something that's comfortable, but uh, one of their techniques is eight, eight. Do this for about three minutes, then walk normally for like two minutes, and then do another three minutes, or repeat as many times as needed. But the key is that you intersperse the breath walking with normal walking, so it kind of keeps things fresh and it doesn't get too boring and it doesn't get too strenuous. So it's a really nice way of doing this. I use this pattern, this 8-8 pattern with alternate nostril breathing every single day. It is simple, but very powerful. So give it a shot and see how it feels. And with that, I'll move on to the one quote for this week. This one is from Tony Robbins from his book, Life Force. Here it is, quote, these ancient techniques are a reminder of a simple truth that any of us can choose to harness right now. Oxygen is life. End quote. Love it. Thank you, Tony Robbins, for your massive book. That is phenomenal. Okay, and I'll move on to the one answer for this week. The category is lungs and gas transfer. The answer is, this is the distance oxygen has to travel to get from the alveoli into the blood vessels where it can then start its journey around the rest of the body. What is one third of a micron? That's probably not one you're just going to guess, right? But the, the reason I put this in is because uh, Michael J. Stephen, MD, the pulmonologist who wrote Breathtaking, where I found this fact, says that the, this distance is so small that it could double without any noticeable shortness of breath at rest. Just a testament to all of the backup mechanisms we have to make sure we get our oxygen and make sure breathing occurs. Love it. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you again for listening. Remember, practice, use your mindful breathing, but ultimately we're using it to engage fully in real life, you know, in the rest of our life. Remember that breathing can help make help us feel safe, which is, which is then going to help us reduce that negativity bias and help us see the positive more and help us engage more. And if you don't believe me, just remember thought number three to try it for a few years and see what happens. And finally, if you're going to do any of them, start with a breath walk. It combines three awesome techniques into one, three birds, one stone. Simple to do. I hope you enjoy it and I will see you next week. 